Hey everyone, welcome to the Ockham Brothers podcast. I'm Josh and I'm here with my co-host. Again, I like that word co-host, I use it again. Uh, <laughs> Michael and Chris. And uh, we're going to have a podcast with some good friends of ours today. Yes, we've got Peter and Christy Robinson with us today. Thank you guys for joining us. Welcome. Yeah, it's yeah. a pleasure. No, we love you guys. The um, You're more than just uh, ministry acquaintances to us. You're really good friends. And um, we met uh, Pete through Cole Stringer. Who was on the show. Who, who was on the show a couple of weeks ago, yes. And um, Pete has had the uh, privilege of travelling with Cole as well. So we, <laughs> Yes, the privilege. The, the privilege. privilege. Word. We, <laughs> Depends on our definition of the word. <laughs> no, we went through all the, um, all, on that podcast with Cole, we went through all the things that uh, we've been through with him. All the natural disasters. Natural disasters that we've been in with him. So yeah, yeah. left well, us in New Zealand. and We may have blamed him for COVID-19 we too. We did too, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Actually, I think it was every disaster for the last 20 years. Every disaster for the last 20 years, we sort of threw him under the bus. I think there could be some pretty strong evidence that that could be true. (laughs) (laughs) We we sort of just stumbled across it halfway through the show. We're like, oh, it's been a lot of uh, natural disasters. Maybe this is also one of... One of the ones you've contributed to. Because he told us yeah. he he was at one stage looking at going on the... Uh, Ruby Cruise. The, the uh, Ruby Princess. Yeah. The Ruby Princess, that's oh, it. Oh, wow. <laughs> there you go, mate. Yeah. <laughs> that's the smoking gun you were looking for. Yeah. <laughs> no, but you guys have a awesome uh, worship ministry as well mm. as um, preaching ministry. And... Mm. Um, yeah, the it worship ministry is an interesting one because I've travelled along with Cole and you there as well, and it's it's one of those things that people view very differently. Like you know, it's almost like you know, oh hi Cole, thank you for preaching, and then thanks Peter for singing a couple of songs. You know, <laughs> Cole Stringer and band and no. band. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 I'm the band for Cole Stringer Ministries. Yeah. <laughs> But it's one of those things, it, it's just interesting when you see it from the opposite side mm. um, that people do have strange ideas on it and they just think, you know, oh, you just whip out your guitar and play us a couple of songs and, you know, it'll well, all be yeah. good and that's well, it. Well, we've know? seen it when uh, Pete and Christy have come down and, and um, as a guest at church. Yeah. And you see that transition from, I really like how you, how you guys do it, from leading everyone in worship and then being able to follow that up and transition over to the word and bringing yeah. something really important there. And they, they there's like a, a theme that runs through a connection. It's not like, okay, we do worship and then we do ministry and yeah. they're so split mm-hmm. or they're so different yeah. that the ministry starts from the worship and I really like how um, you guys use that time mm. not to, okay, we're going to do the intro, but to yeah. bring the word in that as well. Um, so I, I think that's that's such a good, it's a, such an important thing to remember. Mm. Um, that- I, I think it is too because I don't believe there's, I believe there's a destination yep. in a service. Yep. I don't think God's up there rolling dice and go, oh, I wonder what's going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> and so my heart was always, okay, I can either produce a platform yep. 
from where the ministry can go or I can dig a hole. Mm. So, like, even though, you know, we've been doing this a long, long time and, you know, we've all, we're all friends and Cole's like a dad to us all. Yeah. And, mm. But we've joked about his complete lack of musicality. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, so, like... So like I stand next to him for too long and it's like I can't it's like is that a guitar? I've got, I can't even remember what a guitar looks like. <laughs> it's like drains out of my body. But I still so some people in that situation would go, Well, obviously just leave him to do the word. Mm-hmm. You do whatever you want yep. the music mm-hmm. and all be good. But my thing is like I feel like it's more a case of I start the race like a relay and I should be handing him a baton mm-hmm. and you know, so I'll ask and go, well, what are you preaching on? You know, it, it, and I'm, 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 we're obviously praying about our what we're going to sing and the atmosphere because, mm. you know, music can is it creates an atmosphere. It can be huge yep. and vibrant and happy and joyous and or it can be quite reverent and, and atmospheric and quiet. And so if he's preaching a message on the joy of the Lord or, mm. or having a powerfully victorious attitude, I don't want to sing songs that are like a funeral dirge. (laughs) Yeah. It's just, it just doesn't work. So just having that little bit of an attitude of like, even if, you know, if you're listening, some people here listening go, but my, my pastor's got no idea about music. Mm. That has nothing to do with it. It's like when you make a decision in your heart, you're going to, you're going to use your gift to create the greatest platform Mm. for history. Mm -hmm. Um, you end up being so blessed by that too. God blesses that. Mm. And I've seen, <laughs> I've been on the other side of the line too, where it was like, no, nah, I'm just going to do my own thing. You have no idea what you're doing with music. <laughs> yeah. <It> just, <laughs> doesn't work. That'd Not be hard as unity. That'd it's be hard for you to do. Like Sorry? to, that'd be hard. I'd imagine that'd be hard for you to do when you go to minister somewhere and you're mm. not doing worship when, you know, that's the way you think. And then, you know, they're yeah. leading the worship. Then you've got a minister and it's just like, oh, please make we it stop. We do actually find that. We do find that really hard. And when we travel to different churches, we notice the real divide between the music and the preaching. Mm-hmm. So if we are at another church and we're not doing the music for some reason, which yeah. I always find odd because that's... <laughs> well, I, I, I know in our case, so we, we love it because it's um, like Abby's like, yes, <laughs> one Sunday yeah. that I don't have to do worship. I can actually yeah, enjoy worship gives, one Sunday. Yeah, and, you know. It gives the music team a chance yeah. to just sit in it because yeah. a lot of churches, the teams are on all the time. Yeah. 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 If we do go somewhere and either Peter's preaching or I'm speaking mm. and the music team don't even ask us what, well, how we want it, like where we're taking it. Yep. And if yep. they take it somewhere, that is really hard for mm, I, yeah. I personally. Find. Peter's a lot more seasoned at this, so he's he's he he's pretty much good mm. all the time. That's a very polite word for old. Yeah. <laughs> 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 I struggle to speak out of if the music team have taken it somewhere where yep. it's not where I would. Yeah. Needed mm-hmm. to be. Do you know what yeah. I mean? Is that yeah. what you're asking? Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. And yeah. we really do see the huge divide in that. And mm. yeah. So, that's that's really on our hearts to make sure if we are ever anywhere and we're just doing the music, we speak to whoever's preaching, what are you feeling? What are mm-hmm. you preaching on? How would you like that to finish off? You know, so 
Yeah, that is a big that is a big thing of ours to make sure that the whole service is in unity. It's not the music mm, and yep. the preaching, or mm. you know, yep. it's, it's the whole thing. Yeah. How close do you think that the the worship uh, the music is uh, to worship? Is the music there to set the atmosphere uh, of worship? Because we know we can worship in in many different things, not just through singing oh, yeah, praises. Sure. How close to, uh, connected are music to worship? Is it setting that atmosphere, like you say, that joy atmosphere? If you're heading down that way, or like that really reverent sort of uh, setting. How um, how how should we set that up? Is that something that we create, or is that something we follow more than? If that makes uh, sense, that's a that's actually a probably a more complex question. Than <laughs> I you know, yeah, yeah, think because um, it can be different for different ministries. Yep. Like I find personally, when I'm ministering in music mm. with a preacher, I try and find what is the best draws it out of them, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. like. I know for a fact, uh, like, there are ministries like Brother Kenneth Copeland. Mm -hmm. The message is vital Mm -hmm. in the song. Mm -hmm. And so if I'm doing anything with um, the Copeland's ministry, uh, I'm very, very, very super aware of the words that are being sung Mm -hmm. because that's super, super important to them. Mm -hmm. And that's great. I mean, that's their gift. Their Mm -hmm. gift has been about... Mm -hmm the power of words and stuff like that. Um, when I did some stuff with the Hagens many years ago, they were very much a, a certain uh, atmosphere mm-hmm, mm-hmm. was what they felt more comfortable ministering out of. And so uh, I remember one night I wasn't on and I felt for the worship leader that was because they were doing like a more Benny Hinn sort of really quiet, hallelujah, lift yep. your hand sort of thing, you know, uh, really atmospheric, and Pastor Hagen, he prefers a very joyous, victorious mm-hmm. um, sort of sound yep. when he's ministering in a healing altar call. Mm-hmm. So he he actually physically stopped the worship and got Mrs. Hagen to tell them, no, sing this song, mm-hmm. because that's where he felt he could really flow from. Mm. And I had no problem with that. Mm. One of the reasons I started in ministry was because Cole was so struggling. He was doing a lot of Holy Spirit meetings, Holy Ghost meetings, and he found that where he was going to minister, they were just taking it in such a direction different to where he felt to start. Hmm. He'd lose half his meeting trying to get them back to where he felt he should have been able to start from. So then he would take me and, um, yeah, yeah, we're still so on. You I just can can't create... see us at the moment. Sorry? We're still on. We're just hiding. You can't see us at the moment. Are you just turning the lights off? Well, you are brothers. I have, you know, I know that sort of brotherly Yeah. Angle. <laughs> I'm adopted. It's like all right. Yeah. Like a... yeah, yeah, yeah. We right. just, he's an adopted well, brother. Yeah. So it comes down to like, you know, okay, Josh, you're a pastor. Yep. Um, you know what works for you. And, and God, we're all individual. That's I, I love the different um, expressions of worship. Mm. I actually really enjoy it. Mm. And so I would never say, okay, this is the way you got to do it. This is the way, because everyone's different. Um, I know that when I'm ministering or Christy's ministering, we know how we want it to be. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So as a pastor, 
whatever you're ministering, it's about communi- music's about communication. Mm. Great musicians communicate through music. So I would say to pastors, just develop that sort of relationship where you can uh, express how you feel you need it to be. Mm. Like, uh, we don't have it as much in Australia, but in America they have a lot of like T.D. Jakes. He'll have mm-hmm. his organ player playing behind him even when he's preaching. Yep. If you ever watch that preaching, a lot of people don't take notice of it, but those guys follow the dynamic of his speaking. Mm-hmm. So when he's really, oh, God, oh, and he's yeah. really, really going for it with his uh, southern gospel <laughs> preaching, which is awesome, we love it, mm. the guy is like, really up there like mm-hmm. with his music <laughs> following and like it's all cohesive mm-hmm. and then if he gets down to a really soft and tender moment the guy pulls it right back mm, yep and you, you so, know you, yeah. so it's both like yeah. you are yeah. asking, is that something we create or is it something we follow yeah it's both mm-hmm. right. I, I think you that know? when uh peter said that about how um it's communication i think that's what some people don't really yeah. understand. They think that the songs may be set, and even though it's written mm-hmm. before the service started, it's still communication, yeah. much much like a sermon is. Mm-hmm. And the, yeah. the pastor's job is to communicate that communication has actually started from the start of the service. It's not mm-hmm. maybe just to get us into an atmosphere which I myself has probably fallen into that before, that, mm-hmm. you know, maybe not seeing the communication side of it, that we can be receiving from something from the start uh, mm-hmm. rather than yeah. just getting us to a place mm-hmm. to receive, if yeah. that makes sense. Yeah. Maybe I've seen that before, yeah. that it was is, it was to get us to a place to receive rather than seeing it as a place to receive yeah. straight away mm-hmm. and seeing that communication in the worship uh, and not that, it's just something that's been pre-written and that communication is going to start after that. Yeah. And I think mm-hmm. we can fall yeah, into that trap right. a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. yeah and that's sure. what we spend so much time doing when we do music seminars with churches is explaining to the team mm-hmm. you're here to support, mm-hmm. you know, because there, there is so much of a view that this is our job and that's your job and, yep. and, and we don't see it like that. Mm. We're all here to for one purpose. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, to work as a team. Yeah, yeah I know. Yeah, I know. Totally. With, um, and and for us, we can. Sorry, what were you saying? Anyway, I was just yeah. saying. Even I know, like my my experience mostly is production, and I know probably over the last ten years, the emphasis on um, the communication of the message through the lights, through the sound, through the you know that that has grown so much mm-hmm. that it, there is something more than just turning the speakers on or making those lights green, mm. you know. So it's yeah, sure. it, it's it's that conducting all the way through to to preach one message. So it's yeah, it's it's mm. good when uh, the whole team sings that. That's what you were just talking about with the mm-hmm. seminars you do. Once you can get the whole yeah. team onto the page of the message you're trying to push through mm. as a team, it's amazing yeah. the difference that makes through it, you know, from being just yeah. pushing a button to you know, actually producing a service. So mm. it's very, very yeah. important. Like we serve in our own home church and we yep. will ask who's preaching, what are you preaching mm. on? Is there a specific – like we have our set list and we mm. practice it with the band and – on Sunday morning when whoever's preaching comes in, we say, is there a specific song you would like mm. or mm. what do you want to finish on? And if they don't, if we know it, which Peter knows everything, so we do. <laughs> <laughs> but he it. tells you that all the time, doesn't he, Just ask him. I know yeah, everything. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but we'll yep. have something planned if they don't have something specific, but that's, that's mm. we always yep. ask that. 
Yeah. You know, we're we're supporting role. So. Do you ever get? Can you play I, Beyonce? I make it, <laughs> sorry, what was that? I said, do you ever get? Can you play Beyonce? <laughs> I mean, I yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, you, That's my dream mate, to have. You a... ain't ready for this, Jelly. <laughs> 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 yeah, anybody is. My my dream is to have the Beyonce fan and just belt out a song. Yeah, yeah. Mrs. Doesn't usually happen in church. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Mrs. Robinson's way. When we come back to July, yeah, we want yeah. To, we'll Mrs. see if Robinson we can get it sorted. Yeah, right. yeah, and and a glitter cannon. A glitter cannon. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I wouldn't joke. We can Chris do that. Yeah, <laughs> I was going to say, Chris is here at the moment. That is possible. He's the one. Right, I, I make a big point that when I do the seminars and stuff, that when we do them, that I make sure that the the sound team and the mm. production team know that they are equal parts. Oh yeah. In mm-hmm. some ways, mm-hmm. sometimes even more important. Uh, we can look to the stars on don't the Don't tell him he's more important. <laughs> Please don't tell him. <laughs> <laughs> you only sound as good as the sound man. Yeah. <laughs> it amazes me. Yeah, some places. A buddy of mine who was a huge music mentor mm. to me, um, he was supporting um, Glenn Shorrock, who was the lead singer of the Little River Band. Mm-hmm. And, um, That's only Brian just around Kat. the corner. Uh, yeah. That wasn't funny. So um, he was, he was doing fact, fun fact. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. And, like, I was just sitting in the sound desk mixing my mate who was just, you know, he was just doing the uh, the opening act. He was just a keyboard, piano player and singer. And <laughs> then, then, the, um, then the band comes on. They start playing. And the sound guy got distracted and walked off. Mm-hmm. And so when the band came on, I'm there, like, I saw them two nights in a row. Now, the, the sound guy was there first night and mm. it was just pristine because these mm. guys were the best players in Australia. Mm. And uh, the second night I'm thinking, man, these guys are not on it tonight. That sounds terrible. Next thing, the sound guy comes screaming in the side. He must have dismissed the cue of the star and starts working frantically on the <laughs> desk. Next thing you know, they're pristine. Back, yeah. Uh, yeah. You can, the like Christy said, we can sing them. The, be the, we could be the best singers in the world. We could be the best players in the world. Uh, the sound team create that. They mm. mould that. I, mm. I find, you know, when I'm mixing in a studio, I'll spend hours and I could mix the same players and the same song and the same singers, mm. everything. And the way I, I could mix it a hundred different ways and oh, it yeah. sounds like a hundred different songs. Mm-hmm. So, the production and sound, it's its a really important thing. I'd I like to say, and I don't want to offend anybody because I know that every church has you to. You never do that. No. <laughs> if Tom and I should get on TV, then we could offend more people. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, and churches have to deal with, work with sometimes the best they've got and volunteers, and we thank God for all the local mm. heroes who serve in the house each each week, but oh, I say to churches, <laughs> okay, you believe God for the best sound equipment. Yep. Mm-hmm. You've got the best uh, production equipment. You've got an incredible band, incredible singers, and a legally deaf bricklayer on your sound. <laughs> yeah. What is the weak link in the chain? Yeah. yeah. Uh, and it sounds like I said that at a minister's conference once when they wanted me to talk plainly about music and worship. And it was a really nearly a light bulb moment. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, you know, some people spend, like, 
people go, oh, I wanted to, why we should have this best, better than the world. And I believe we should have excellence. I really yeah. do. And but I don't want to, people to feel condemned if they don't have that now. If they're not excellent. <laughs> they're not excellent. It's in process. Jesus still loves you. <laughs> Jesus still loves you if you're legally deaf bricklayer. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, to all our legally deaf bricklayer listeners. We just, we just lost them. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. That's right. The Yuckin brothers are going to be sued by every uh, legally deaf bricklayer. Yeah. Uh, it's going to be a class action. Um, uh. You know, people spend their whole lives, like, working to perfect that craft. So. Mm. Yeah. I don't say that to scare anyone, but to realise it's really important. Mm-hmm. And it just yes. just because you know that that fader affects the volume of the guitar or the vocal, mm-hmm. that doesn't mean you know everything to do about production and mixing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, you know, we can all upskill, and, and I encourage people to, to do that. Mm-hmm. Be better at your <laughs> job, sound people. No, <laughs> <that's not true. laughs> just be a better <laughs> person. Be a better person. <laughs> Be a better person. Sound men and drummers. And the funny thing is, (laughs) sound men and drummers. (laughs) One of my best friends in the whole world world is had as a sound professional consulting company has sold like sound gear to Lionel Richie. So I'm not Rob. I'm not talking about you. (laughs) (laughs) So Peter's advice is to upskill from bricklaying. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Hey, you can lay brick. Just don't be legally dead. Don't be dead. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it, it is one of those, it's a bit like um, door greeters, sound desk guys. It's like, you're available, aren't you? Just just push yeah. this up yeah. when I get up on oh, stage. That's, oh, like, that's the time when, you know, you've got the wide out on the marks, or you just push it up to where the marks are. <laughs> <laughs> to that line. I've drawn a line for you. Yeah, that's not lot. how it works. <laughs> how hard is we it? We see like, that a lot. <laughs> Chris can do it. Anyone can do it. <laughs> I knew you were going to go there. I'm just thinking any minute now it's going to go there. Oh, yeah. We, it, we even noticed, like, you know, I know enough to get myself in trouble, which is bad. <laughs> but you, you can completely hear it. Then Chris gets on the desk and he's like, oh, we just tweaked this and that. And it's like, um, I, I can't hear it. <laughs> I can't hear the difference. He's like, you can't hear the difference in that. Yeah. Nah. No, nah. Right. <laughs> Cole Stringer's uh, production um, workshop would be very quick. <laughs> it would be result in on and an off, off switch. Can I have an amen or what? There you go. <laughs> oh, guys, he's hiding under the table. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. We, yeah. we kept you here from last time. Yeah, yeah. We've got a few. Yeah. We've got a little. Uh, we gave Chris buttons, which is dangerous. I, I have to resist as long as I can. <laughs> <laughs> I with um, getting back to like working with the team onto a more serious note, because this is such a serious podcast. <laughs> I see. Um, but and you, you're, you're not because I've known I've known you uh, have done also just traveling around where you spend uh, you know one Sunday at a church at a time and you, like like you've done here and you're like, is there any direction? And I, I know that firsthand and how you. Um, yeah, a lot of the times you guys minister as well, so you don't have to actually ask me. But when you you've also I've also seen you go into a church and help them get at for for an extended period of time, um, and help them get things set up as a um, you know worship platform, all that sort of stuff, and get them going. When you when you're doing that for a, for more than just a one Sunday, how much communication 
do you think between the pastor and the team and the like all all going in one uh, direction? How much how, how much preparation do you normally need for that? Um, is it just every Sunday morning, or is that something that you can prepare ahead of time uh, to be thinking about? Because I know asking your worship leader to sing a song that morning, which I have done, done ask Gabby times. quite a few times. I'm about to say, not um, just once. Not just once. That's a, a can be a habit, yeah. habit of mine. Um, can be tough for some people. So how much setup or, or how much could you do if you had more time? That's, I guess that's the question I really want to know. Okay, so you're talking from our perspective yeah, when for we you, go to churches or yeah. what? Oh, for what when you, you spend at a time, like at a, at a church for a, for a long time, do you do you have a lot more communication then? Are we going to do some maybe themes? Are we going to talk on, you know, certain subjects for, for a number of weeks and then complement that with the worship or do you just mo- normally just Sunday at a time? Well, I, I get, you, there's no um, blanket answer for that because yeah. like, all communication. Mm. It's very individual. Yep. Um, and I could say the same thing to different churches and they'll hear different things. Yeah. You know? yeah. So um, I find the more time we get with a ministry, the way it's more easier for us is the fact that I can see more mm. how they function, how the team communicate. Mm. Like usually we don't have, because we are going church to church, mm. um, we don't get, say, the insight that we do, say, for instance, in our own church where we we know the people. Mm. We know, you know, like you, you know a person and how good communication is not, just, is not what's spoken, it's what's heard. Yeah, true. Mm-hmm. So like yeah. if you want to tell me something, and tell Christy the same thing, you probably, we're, we're very different in the way we receive communication. Because I'm normal. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Yes, there you go. So um, you, learn, you learn how best to communicate. Yeah. And the whole thing about communication is uh, the majority of communication is nonverbal. Mm. So... You can, uh, I, I try and tell people to debrief, teams, mm-hmm, to, de- mm-hmm. to debrief. And so to, to, to create a, a um, safe environment where real discussion can happen, uh, I think the beautiful thing about the grace message is it realises that no matter how we perform, mm. we're equally valuable. Mm. Uh, if you don't have that revelation, Communication is very difficult because as soon as you communicate and go, hey, this didn't work, you're attacking a person's worth. Yeah. Yeah. And they'll close down or they'll attack. Mm. Get on the defensive. And so there has to be constant reinforcement for for a a strong team. Mm. But their value, like you can have a bad day. I have a bad day. You know, it might just, just for some reason, uh, yeah, I hit a few bad notes that day or bad chords or I didn't communicate to the rest of the team as clearly as I should have. But my worth's not tied up with that. Mm-hmm. So we, there's the, the work, the groundwork to create a safe place. But with real, and the safe place 
uh, encourages authentic communication. It's culture, mm. really. It's yeah. what you've sown mm-hmm, into mm. your teams. And because when you're putting your gift out there, whether it's your voice or your instrument, you do feel vulnerable. Like mm. I do this all the time and I feel vulnerable whenever mm. I do it if I'm having a bad day. Mm. So I think we see a lot of people that are feeling vulnerable and think we're there to say what you're doing is not good and here let us fix it. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so we're always like going, we're just trying to help you and let's all <laughs> just get into this together. And, yeah, so sorry, I went off track, didn't I? No, <laughs> no that's good. No. But no. It, is, it is true. It's, yeah. it's a matter of putting it. That, so once, once you've got that, Christy just says duck out. So once you get that, that um, core of safety and and, uh, and so that's why doing life together is really important. Mm-hmm. Like I would say to teams, don't make every single event a, oh, it's all a prayer meeting or it's all a practice mm-hmm. or it's all this or it's all that. Mm. Um, it's also important to just do life together. Mm. Yeah, not, really make, important not make because, everything um, about the message. Can, that Those sort of things create the safety mm-hmm. to have authentic communication. Like I've known yeah. you guys for years. I feel um, safer to be myself mm. uh, around you than someone I've just met. Mm. Yeah. So that's why these team building exercises, just sometimes doing life, having bar- sharing a meal, going mm. to, doing something together is important. Um, then when it comes to the communication aspect of it, Communication require like after a, a meeting, say, well, why? Okay, the worship leader might go, well, I meant to go to the bridge. We didn't go there. What happened? It can be something so simple. Though. Mm. We had line of singers in between the drummer and the, you know, yeah. Yeah. so simple. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, or or just the, the maybe they say, well, we were looking at you, but you didn't really communicate. Like, I'm guilty of that. <laughs> I, encourage, I encourage people to watch my body language. Mm when I'm doing. So if I'm wanting to be more expressive in, in, in dynamic and volume and stuff like I'll say my body language is, is very indicative of where I want mm. the meeting to mm-hmm. be. So learn to what, so I've got to communicate that to them. They've mm-hmm. then got to give me feedback if they are receiving that mm. as far as you being a pastor, um, I, You've got it. There's a fine line between good communication and micromanagement. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think one thing to learn is that I think is very powerful is if a pastor needs to develop uh, the communication, the the relationship with the team, yes, mm. but with the worship pastor or music director or worship leader, or whatever. And so there's a line of communication. It's mm. not just, I, I don't just communicate to everyone as a mm. pastor. I would say I would spend my time like Jesus. You look at Jesus. He worked in circles. Mm. He had, mm. uh, he had the 70, but then there's the 12 mm. and then there's Peter, James and John, mm. mm-hmm. you know? And so, and there was different le- forums and levels of, of communication in those various networks. Obviously mm. the closer the, the circle the the roar of the communication could be mm. like mm-hmm. a pastor might go, my gosh, that was just the worst service <laughs> music service I've ever had in my entire life. Well, he might be able to communicate that to a very close mm. leader, like his worship pastor or someone who he has a really strong relationship. He or she has a really strong relationship with, has known mm. for years, 
They mm. understand each other. But mm. if he or she expressed that to the team, mm. it might destroy the team. Mm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, you know, that filtered down. It's like, you know, you, pastor goes to worship pastor. That sucked. <laughs> worship, pastor goes, worship pastor goes to team leaders. That was pretty bad. <laughs> team leaders go to the rest of the team. I think we can improve a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So it, it is It is like I, I've, I've said sometimes in communication, it's, 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 it's messy. Life's messy. Mm. And I'll say to someone like, oh, okay, that's great what you did. Have you thought about doing it this? Mm. And I can see by the look on their face, they heard, I hate you and I hope you die. (laughs) (laughs) Their reaction did not match what I said. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, I think you touched on it before. People. Mm. I I think you touched on it before when you were talking about the different ministries you work with too. You know, it was out of um, experience with them as well, Mm -hmm. understanding how they communicate. Like when you were saying when you were with the Hagens or with um, the Copelands, understanding the outcomes they want to achieve can actually help see the communication they are giving. So Mm -hmm. I know for me a lot of time learning the pastor or whoever was actually in charge of that service at the time, learning how they operate can really change the cues you're looking for. Um, or even mm. as a camera guy, knowing that he usually goes left after he says that, or he usually goes right after he says that. Yeah, you know, just that's time. awesome. Mm. So I think yeah, that's I think a it's great good. example. That yeah. is actually a great example. Like I worked with a team. Like <laughs> man, well, I did my last uh, Youth Alive album mm. in two thousand, and I was. <laughs> Old for Youth Alive. (laughs) (laughs) Cole's releasing a Barely Alive album in the next year. In our church, we had our youth team up, Megan Hillsong Young and Free, and I got up and said, hello, I'm Hillsong Old and Encumbered. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I had just totally got off track. No, just... Yeah, just I worked with these guys for years and years and years and years. And mm. so I didn't even need to tell them what I wanted. Mm-hmm. Like we knew each other so well that when I would go somewhere, they'd create exactly what I wanted because we'd mm. just, we'd mm-hmm. done life together. Mm. Yeah. And so that's, you know, but it all starts sometimes just asking questions. And I think safety, I would say if you're a young a musician, mm. Uh, listening to this and you're going, yeah, but like I said before, my pastor might be musically retarded <laughs> PC these days. Isn't it? But when you say that, if you express and you communicate mm. your willingness to serve mm-hmm. and your willingness to create the best platform possible for them, uh, that creates trust. Mm-hmm. And so I started my ministry with Cole and I'd always like, what do you want, man? You tell me Mm. the song. You tell Mm -hmm. me how many songs. You tell me exactly when to finish and I will finish on that dot of that. Mm. Now you could say, oh, he's cramping your creative freedom. But that created trust. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And in the end, it was like, I'd ask him, what do you want me to sing? He'd say, you sing whatever you want. Well, how long do you want me to go? He said, you go however long you want. You can take the whole service if you want. Mm. Because there was trust, mm-hmm. and and trust takes time, mm. trust takes sacrifice, mm. and um, yeah, if if you're willing to do that, I I guarantee that. Also, the Lord blesses it. 
He, mm, it's just mm-hmm. a spiritual principle, you know. The, mm. It doesn't say when everything's perfect <laughs> and there and and absolutely without fault that the Lord commands blessing. It says where the brethren dwell together in unity. Mm. So I, I tell people sometimes, just even for the sake of unity, you've got to swallow your own pride sometimes. Mm. But God always blesses that. Like mm. He'll open doors for you, no one else can open. Mm. Just if that's your heart. Mm. Yeah. I, know, I know we've been talking about uh, ministry and worship ministry and things like this, but these are all principles that can be applied to just life. Have you, mm. have you sort of noticed talking yeah. about communication uh, and talking about, you know, humbling yourself and all these different things that mm. are really important for us to, n- it's not just setting up, like you might be listening to them, well, I'm not a worship leader or, or anything like this. How does, you know, but you can really understand something in this that, that, developing that community you can do that you can do that in everyday life mm. and that whole going from just communicating uh, like a, even listen to these mm. things you think of it in your own relationships with your spouse or something like that if you're not communicating if there's a communication breakdown in in that that mm. becomes that shift of um things begin to get separate and even talking about for the sake of unity and, and stuff like that it works very similar um, mm. that you you can have this communication breakdown. And even though, uh, like Pete said before, how he might say something to someone, but they heard something completely different and you, you're, not, yeah. you're not walking in the same direction or mm. doing that. And that's yeah. why doing life together is so important and creating that community is so important. I think that even now why everything's so separate at the moment, a lot of that can be uh, just left mm. and pushed aside that we don't bother communicating anymore. Yeah. We just um, think that everyone understands what I'm going through, and mm. I think that we've yeah. we've fallen under that before. That we just think everyone knows I'm having a bad day, so they just have to deal with it, rather than communicating that yeah. and uh, helping people to understand that. I think that we can really uh, pick up a lot of things here that we've been talking about, working as a mm. team and things like that, and understanding that we can have that community with those around us or even those who we come into contact with, if that makes sense. So mm. I think it's been, yeah, yeah. really, really cool. To, I've just been pick, picked up on that, um, yeah. talking about all these different things, not just they're, they're practical things, but they're practical things that can go across the board and not mm-hmm. just have to be locked into one uh, certain yeah. area. So, yeah, yeah, something I picked up. Okay, cool. That's <laughs> good to know now that you've had you've got a daughter, mate. Yeah, <laughs> I know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, who's learning to communicate? That's certainly something. Yeah, she she's communicating even without the words. So. Yeah. Dad, and a half finger just just points at anything, just like a, I want that. <laughs> Give me that. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, a lot of body language into that one. <laughs> Being able to read, what yep. do you want? Yeah, she says no without saying no. Let me tell you that much. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> We're at that stage. Yeah. <laughs> So I wanted to uh, talk to you because I know that you do um, you do uh, preaching ministry as well as the worship, like we mentioned at the start. How did you break that um, when you go to certain churches and that? How did you break the whole idea of, oh, you're just the music guy and to then being also someone who can minister as well? Was that a struggle for you or did that come naturally? Um, well, I probably did it the other way. Okay. I probably did it back to front. Yep. Um, I would encourage anyone to embrace. I don't. Okay, I've 
What I'm trying to say is I don't feel insecure about being thought of as a, as a worship yeah. leader. Yeah. Like um, when I first started traveling, I felt like that was like a lower level. Mm-hmm. And when they recognized me as more than that, it's like I'd been. Um, Finally you know, made it. Made it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but so when I first started traveling, apart from Cole, mm. um, I would sing like one or two songs and then preach for an hour and a half. And um, it was funny that it just never felt right for me. Mm-hmm. And one day it's like I just, we had it, I had a real experience with the Lord and just recognized, wow, you know, I'm. I'm called as a worship minister, and so I'm just going to embrace that. And mm. anything else that comes out of that is fine. Mm. And I told Cole, and of course he said, "Well, hello, Forrest. I've been telling you that." <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's very encouraging. We had a yeah. very <laughs> yeah. and I, that's when I changed the name of my the ministry from Peter Robert. It was just Peter Robertson Ministries to Worship Ministries International. And so yes, we we preach and God is called. We do a lot of we do a lot of youth outreaches, and uh, you know, Christy has a very powerful ministry to 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 women, and I preach a lot on grace and mm. and you know. But to me, uh, that's an outworking of who I am as a worshiper. Mm-hmm. And so, I, I did, well, I went to a church that had me every year since I started, and like this wasn't. I've been ministering for years when I finally decided to do this. Mm. And he said, well, Pete, I'm so glad because literally we got more out of your two songs than your <laughs> 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 yeah. okay. And basically said, if you'd done it again, you weren't coming back. Now, it wasn't that there was anything wrong with the preaching, but when I embraced mm. the call yeah. of who I was, my preaching was more powerful. Mm. And so, because I wasn't trying to be something... Uh, that I wasn't. Mm. So, and, and I found a lot of people like that. Like you look at um, in the in the book of Acts uh, when the apostles said, you know, we 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 can't be waiting on tables. Get us get us men full of the Holy Ghost to go and basically do administrational sort of things. Mm. Well, out of that came the great evangelist Stephen, mm. and, and and you know, like. Very some very powerful ministries because mm. they, they, they their security wasn't in being accepted for something they just embraced who they were called to be. That's mm. the same scripture so, I used to uh, to justify coffee shops. By the way, they yeah. appointed people to make coffee. It's, <laughs> it's, it's in the Bible. Coffee is coffee is important. I tell you, is <laughs> if you want to hear us minister in the new covenant, no, you man. better give me good coffee. Yeah. <laughs> it's not be pretty. It's Step not going to be pretty. Yeah. I think- anyway, I, 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 I did struggle with it mm. until I just embraced, hey, I'm a worshipper uh, with the worship. I mean, the Lord gives me a message, but I'm in no rush. But we're, we're in a bit of a unique situation because usually we're at least doing some worship and ministry of the word. So I ask people to, unless they say you're doing all the worship and all the preaching, which mm. that happens a lot too, but some might say, uh, yeah, we want you to do some worship and some preaching. Mm. Well, I say, well, just give me a time, mm. and I'll we'll we'll just start worshiping. And hey, if the if it really goes somewhere, 
I'm happy to reduce the preaching because I've I've seen situations where an anointed preach mm. ten minutes can be more than a year of Bible school. Like mm. I remember watching some of Brother, you know, Dad Hagen's meetings mm. in the in the early nineties, and he'd be just flowing in the Holy Spirit, and all of a sudden he'd just stop and he'd talk for ten minutes. But, mate, that 10 minutes changed your life. Mm. Mm. It just went straight into your heart. And so, yeah, for us, I, I just think we just, we've just embraced. Yeah. We're, well, we're, we're, we're a worship ministry. Mm-hmm. and um, Pete's just like basically a super, super humble guy. <laughs> and I think the only, to answer your question yeah. plainly, the reason the, how Pete got out of doing music to preaching was he has a relationship with so many people, like mm-hmm. you guys, and and you know every airport we're in, Peter knows someone. Pretty much every church we go to, Peter knows someone or has known someone for twenty years from there. Yeah, and so people just know from someone else, oh, Pete's preached, and so then mm-hmm. they know that. But that being said, we still go to some places now where we just do the music, mm-hmm. and yeah. I say to Peter, do they know you can preach? Like, mm-hmm. have you? He's like, oh, I don't know, and so I'm like. Should I tell them that you're really good, you know? She's, <laughs> not, like, she's not biased at all. No, no. But you are okay. really good at the uh, okay. Okay. But, but I, I think it's probably through relationship and mm, Peter is yeah. so secure and if you get me to do 10 minutes or half an hour, I don't care, whatever you need. Mm, yeah. But I think the way that we've come out of that box of you're the worship guys mm. is through relationship, really, I think, mm. honestly, right? Mm. Yeah, but again, it comes down to if you've got a heart to serve, mm. that's what I'm right? yeah. And like yeah. people have got me, they've got us there to bless them and worship. Because, I mean, preachers are a dime a dozen. Yeah, sorry, guys. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, we've, we've said that to Abby before. It's yeah. like yeah. one of us can cover the other person mm. if someone's doing something, but it's like Abby's like every week. That's, yeah, it's that's you. Right. That's it. See, Abby, there's no spares. No. One can die. We'll be fine. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, well, Cole, Cole used to say that to me. So, mm. mate, just like you don't recognise how mm. um, important a worship ministry is, and he, mm. he instilled mm. that to me. So I guess that gave me security. Mm. And when you have a heart to just be a blessing, mm. and it sounds preachy, but it's just a principle yeah it is. god mm. opens doors mm. i think the or- authentic- door, like- authenticity out of that um is so important yeah, right. it's so important to Mate, remember the like- most important thing is sincerity <laughs> <laughs> learn to fake that you've got a much <laughs> <laughs> it's, pretty no, true. it's true like if you if you if anyone people say well how did you how did you make launch your ministry how did you mm. get known and they want like a list of emails. They they want to know a marketing strategy. Mm. And I'm not against mar- like, hey, we live in a digital world, and 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 our churches they have digital marketing teams. I'm totally not against that. But it's the authenticity, authenticity, mm. and and impact of the ministry that will open doors for you. Mm. Like for instance, the reason I got into new creation and got to meet. Pastor Joseph Prince and minister in that church was through relationship mm-hmm. with Cole. Not, but not just even that. Just I, the Copelands. I found out people got my CDs. I don't even know how they got them. Mm. 
like doors were open. They were like, mm. oh, we love this music. And they're like, I'm like, how did you even get it? Mm. How did you even hear of it? <laughs> Pastors ringing me up going, how did you get into that church? <laughs> well, thank you for really believing in it. <laughs> <laughs> of all people. The, uh, impact of our ministry, that's really wonderful. But we didn't force it. We don't force our ways. Mm. We don't, you know, you guys know, you guys are the same. We don't make pastors' conferences like horse trading events where we're passing out cards. Do we have cards? I don't think we have Do we have cards? Yeah. You see some guys nearly got a T-shirt that yeah. says available for ministry. Yeah. <laughs> Standing on the corner. Would you like a card? Would you like a card? Oh, mate. Whatever works for people, I reckon. Whatever works. Yeah, we're but, all different. Mm. I guess we're all different. But your gift will make a way for you. Mm. In the end, yeah. And I think if you're if you've got a heart to just to serve God, serve people, love people the best you can, that's an act of worship. Mm-hmm. God will open doors. Yeah, absolutely. Like you guys are seeing it even with your podcast. Like if you can compare it to you know you're reaching people all over the world now. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, that's a door got it. Tens and tens of people. <laughs> tens. Just just reaching tens and tens. <laughs> Billions and billions and billions and billions. Mate, I I thought my first album, I thought my very first album was going to make me like, you know, the household name all over the world. (laughs) I just want you to know it went chocolate. (laughs) Um, (laughs) I think that means... I had one, my mother had one, and someone else bought one. But... I just, I, after that album, I got a revelation just about, you know what, doesn't matter. Um, as long as I'm doing, I'm being obedient to the Lord, I'm trying to be a blessing. Mm-hmm. That's when the Lord gave me the idea to do my first instrumental. Mm-hmm. That was the album that Joseph Prince loved that opened the door to minister in his church. Mm-hmm. So it's when I dropped the, the pretense of I'm going to be a star, mm. Darlene Chet, she she didn't want to uh, worship lead when she was thrust into the spotlight. Mm. Mm. She was a church secretary with a nice voice, and God made her the most recognisable worship leader in the world. Mm. Mm. And friends of mine, some of our best friends have spent time with Darlene and said, you couldn't get a more normal down to earth, down to earth mm. natural mm. person that just loves people, mm. you know. Yeah, yeah. So, is the instrumental? Does that mean you're a better guitarist <laughs> than a singer? That- <laughs> <laughs> for, many, for many years, I always thought it was God's way of telling me to never sing again. <laughs> it was like seriously. <laughs> mine got up in his church and went. This is the album of Peter's we've all been waiting for. He doesn't sing on it. <laughs> That's why Christy, Christy Robinson's the lead singer now. Mate. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's, it. That's, oh, so That's funny. Uh, I can I can do the deep brooding looks on the guitar. Yeah. <laughs> and she goes, stop that. You just look creepy. I'm constipated. <laughs> It's a guitarist thing. Like you, you're not a real guitarist unless you pull the face. Yeah, yeah fair enough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. John Mayer always oh. looks like he's being electrocuted. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so that's why he plays so well. I can never figure it out. 
got the look. That's funny. Yeah. Uh, but that's actually uh, that you're talking about going back to communication. Right? Mm-hmm. Might be going back in circles. It's just a funny story. A buddy of mine years ago, uh, actually, my mate, we all know Pastor Rob Scott, mm-hmm. Victory Life mm-hmm. in um, Perth. And Rob, like, he was best man at our wedding. Like, we're great friends. And so, again, it's very safe to be real. He said to me one night after I'd ministered at Victory Life, which is, yeah, it's a big church. Mm. And a lot of people would go, oh, I've arrived. And he goes, oh, Pete, I, I recorded you because they've got a TV ministry. I just want to sit down and show it to you. I'm like, oh, I'm expecting them, you know, because we're all so dazzled at your brilliance. <laughs> <laughs> Bask in the glory of your countenance. And he, and he said, look, mate, I know you really, like, you love the Lord and, and you're just so hungry for the things of God, but to the rest of us watching you, you just look like you're ticked off. <laughs> <laughs> and, and we've watched this video and, oh, my gosh, I just had this. really <laughs> I looked like I was just ticked off with everybody. <laughs> yeah. And it, it actually changed the way I worship led because I thought, you know, it's all about mm. – you know, I'm communicating with my music. I'm communicating with the Word of God. I'm communicating, but my face is telling every everyone, "Get lost!" I, <laughs> <laughs> I hate this job. <laughs> no, I had a worship if leader. That relation- You're right. Sorry, if there's not that relationship for someone to be able to speak, yeah, to yeah, you, yeah, you know, like yeah. you can't ever grow or get better. Mm. No, I haven't yeah, given yet. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was saying we had a, a worship lecky up in um, Brisbane, mm. worship leader there, and I had to had a few times he got a bit upset. I'm like, why is he getting upset at me? So I had to pull him aside. He's like, well, you're always angry when I tell you to do something. Well, I'm not angry. I'm just thinking about it. So it was amazing. It, what, it was probably two years before we actually had the conversation of like, why are you always upset at me? Mm. Um, so, yeah, yeah it, it took that long to, oh, well, you just your face. I'm like, oh. Oops. <laughs> this, is, this is how it is. I get that a lot, Chris. <laughs> oh, that's funny. The um, one question that I was going to ask you guys, the because um, you guys are more Christy than uh, Pete in this aspect, but um, oh, you guys that. have – yeah, yeah, she's like, oh. Someone's Wait, asking you ready. <laughs> um, asking the professional. Asking the professional. <laughs> but but yeah, you guys are in ministry, but um, Christy's also got a business as well. Mm. And, um, you know, sort of running those two aspects. Because I know when we first started, mm. it was one of the things that was really frowned upon uh, with us and sort of in a lot of ways held us back at the start. You're not in full-time ministry. You're not in full-time ministry. Yeah, yeah. That aspect of, you know, no, 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 unless you're doing this as a nine-to-five, you're not in ministry, you can't be effective. And and then it sort of got with us, like uh, now at the moment, all the things that we can do Mm. uh, are all because um, of our business as well, running alongside and helping the ministry. But how do you find that and how do you sort of juggle the two uh, in that aspect. To be honest, which is how I roll, as you guys know. Yeah. <laughs> you never know what you're going to get if you ask me a question. <laughs> you're just going to get the truth. I, st- I really struggle with it, to be honest, yeah. at times. There's mm-hmm. times when it's hard, especially at the moment, like I've got a 
a bookkeeping business. Mm-hmm. It's it's a pretty large business. I've got like like a hundred clients and staff and stuff. And just in this economy that we're in, it's yeah. a really tough time. And so for mm-hmm. me, when I'm doing like forty to sixty hours in my business, which is mm-hmm. not ideal, and then we have to minister on the weekends, I really I really struggle. Yeah. Like, and Peter will have to kind of just slap me and go, this is, this is what we're doing. You know, this is important. And I just yeah. want everyone to know. I was gonna- <laughs> <laughs> Not in real life. No. Like, he would die. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. but, um, I do, I do actually, like, mm. it's a different season now. It's hard for me to talk yeah. about anything yeah. that I'm mm-hmm. not in now. But I do actually have to really be careful to protect what is important. Yeah. And I have to constantly remind myself what is important. Mm-hmm. And so sometimes, That's good. you know, I've, I've always been successful in business and I asked God a few years ago to take my business to a place where it could support our ministry. Mm-hmm. And if that was his will and obviously it was because my business is just like growing every year mm. to, and it is at a point where it can support our ministry. And cause what yeah. I always wanted was for Peter to be in ministry full time, because I know that's where he should be. That's where mm-hmm. our house flourishes, our kids flourish, yeah. our relationship flourishes. And so we both have secular jobs, secular. Yeah. Um, so, <laughs> so Pete's a pharmacist. And so he will do work here and there if we need it. But we are always having to have that talk with each other and mm-hmm. say, hey, what's mm-hmm. important? What are we going yeah. to focus on now? And and we, we, you know, we're ministers and we have to remind ourselves, okay, let's not let's not stress out and let's just go, okay, God, we thank you that you're going to supply that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, like, whether it comes with being staff for me, like, okay, mm-hmm. God, you can see where I'm at. Please bring me the right staff yeah. or please bring me – you know, help me with my systems or my processes and, or, you know, yeah. income stream. Mm-hmm. And I find that whenever I, you know, like anything, like we all do, when you let it go and let God, it does get a yes. lot better. Mm-hmm. Yep. But I am, I do go through seasons where I have to really take stock and go, okay, am I going to stop taking clients? Am I going to let some mm-hmm. go so that mm-hmm. I can spend more time on the ministry? Like what is the thing here? And you know what, to be honest, it's not even the ministry. We're parents as well. Yeah. You know, yeah. so I'm constantly, which I'm sure everyone out there is, especially women, I think, not not to, you know, but I think mm. especially for yeah. women, we're like, where's the balance here? Am mm-hmm. I, is my work, my ministry, my kids, you know? So I'm forever, probably at least once a month, weighing it up and going, all right, what am I doing? Mm-hmm. And having an honest talk with Peter, whether I'm like having a cry or <laughs> 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 what am I doing here, you know? Yeah. And he always just brings it back, honey, just pray about it. You'll know in the morning. And I'm like, oh, I need to do this now. And he's like, no, Holy Spirit's never rushed. Just yeah. sleep about it. You'll yeah. And so, yeah, what did you ask me? Is this on the line? Of yeah, yeah. no, yeah. definitely. Yeah. 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 Trying to find that balance. But um, yeah. like that's we something we – We're always rejoining. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah, I think it is one of those things. But like you're saying, that constant evaluation of the time that it's yeah. at. Because, yes. you know, sort of at the start we were at one stage where it was like, nah, you've you've just got to go full time and then just do it and then um, mm. in just ministry. And then you see the other aspect of it where it puts a real strain on the family mm. like because yeah. there's not money to, there to do stuff or, you know, like it would be or you can't go 
get something nice or because we're just on to the next thing or the next project in the ministry that that's the only thing yeah. money can go into. And, yeah, yeah it, it, it is interesting. But you're one of the um, few people that sort of, uh, like us, sort of run that both and trying to, you sort of, it is that juggle, I guess. I think priorities yeah. is a big thing. That was yeah. a word I took out mm-hmm. of that, um, yeah. what you were saying there, Christy, about constantly reevaluating your priorities. I think a lot of people have been forced yeah. into that during this mm-hmm. time mm-hmm. where you yeah. actually really have to uh, take stock of what is important to you yeah, and always have that thing slip down in the list without realising it. Mm-hmm. And when you say yes to everything, you have to say no to some things. Yeah. Like you mentioned mm-hmm. family there. I know that's a big one. That's a big one for myself yeah. that if you say yes to too many things, you have to say no to family time then and things like that start mm. getting in the way. So yeah. then you uh, constantly reevaluate that. It may not mean what, you know, the, the direction you're heading or what what he's called you to do is not the direction, but you can reevaluate the whole picture, mm. I think, and yeah. maybe take take a shuffle on that and see what's really important to you and evaluate what uh, and and you can do this in life. People talk about how busy they are. That's that's a mm. that's a common theme, and so you yeah. can allow your job, even even if it's not your own business or or anything mm. like that, become too big and too large in to the point where you uh, it engulfs you, yeah, and it begins to control every decision that we make. And I think that when yeah. we uh, put God first, we, we say that a lot, um, just as like a, a you know cliche, a, a cliche sort of statement yeah. Yeah. about putting God first. I think that resets our priorities yeah. because He has good priorities for us, and and His plans for us are to prosper us, and He He cares for us, and seeing yeah. that uh, He wants our priorities in the right order too. So when we put Him yeah. first and above what um, what we would consider important. Uh, we begin to have a, a solid foundation to stand on, and then we don't get things so backwards. Mm-hmm. Or and yeah. that will happen if you just don't think about it for a while. Uh, things will engulf you and become yeah, bigger than what's yeah. really important. Mm-hmm. So I really like what you shared about about how you reevaluate that, um, and that, that's yeah. so important to do. Yeah, I don't. I don't think that should ever stop, even mm. if you were in a situation that all you were doing was full-time and your entire income was coming from your ministry. Mm. I think life is a, is a process of reevaluation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Of time. I mean, you can be busy in a million different directions. Mm. There's no shortage of things in life to do. So mm. it's a matter of like we've been talking mm. about priorities and Christy's always looking at that, like are we doing what we're supposed to be doing? Um, I would say to any minister that's li- listening to you, today and going, okay, well, what is the balance? That's something only the Holy Ghost and you can mm. come to. Yep. Mm-hmm. It's different yeah. in different seasons, different times. Different seasons, that's I was good, so yeah. impressed mm, yeah. by when we all went and we got ministered to by Pastor Joseph Prince mm. and people were asking him very, very, very specific questions about how he ran his ministry and he was very careful not to give like a yeah. checklist. Yep. Yeah. Because he said, "Listen, we're all in different seasons, and we're all. If you do what I do, it might not work for you." Mm, mm-hmm. And so, I know for myself, I would say to any minister who's listening, even if you are working a forty-hour week, you're a full-time minister. Yeah, yeah. When Paul yeah. was making tents, mm. he was working all day, and there was no forty-hour week back in those days. <laughs> yeah, they were working like six days a week. Mm. 
big, big hours, but he was a minister. That was his mm-hmm. calling. That was his job. Mm. The, the business was just uh, an avenue mm. mm-hmm. in, in that season. So God's your source. Like Christy, we have to constantly refocus. God is our source, mm-hmm. not yeah. a business. Mm. Yes. And, yeah. and if we're doing and got the balance right, and, and don't feel weird that it's, yeah, it is a struggle. Mm. It doesn't mean that, and when I'm in a struggle, I'm not talking about, oh, my gosh, it's so horrible. I'm talking about <laughs> yeah. constant reevaluation, yeah. yeah, shifts and seasons and stuff like that. But we're, our priority is being where God wants us to be, doing what God wants us to do. Mm. Mm. Then he will guide Christie's business. Mm. And I, I always, I always I always struggle because I know my business is blessed because God has blessed it. Yes. Yeah. And yeah. so then I'm like, but God's blessed it. Should I just not do it all the time? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. And so I'll have these things and then we'll spend an hour practicing worship and I'm trying to sing a song and I'm just crying. And Peter's like giving me the look like, what are you doing? <laughs> hey, Chris, that look. See? <laughs> and then I'm like, yeah, okay, this is this is what I'm supposed to be doing. Mm-hmm. And then yeah. Peter's like, well, I told you that. And I'm like, yeah, it's not okay. You know, so... Like- and she just, goes, thank you, husband. Please correct me at any time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What a blessing you are. Yeah. <laughs> yes, you are. Yes. Just putting those <laughs> moments in just at the right time when she needs them. Yeah. Oh, I told you yeah. so. No, I told you so. <laughs> <laughs> it's always, yeah. it's always a good one. Much, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. No, it, but we it, always try to prioritize our marriage over everything. Mm-hmm, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I said to Peter when we started this, I won't, I won't do it at the expense of our family. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and I will, and I won't let you do it at my expense. I <laughs> 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 was very clear right at the yeah. start. Yeah. Yeah. I, I came from a home where my parents were ministers, and you know, I think back then, if you weren't. You know, doing everything for everyone else, you weren't really yeah, Christian, yeah, you know? it, and so, exactly. And that, that's what I was sort of meaning. Yeah. Like, you know, you had the people have that mindset that that's the only yeah. way it can be, mm. and then yeah. having that. But at the same time, when you do have both, mm. it's that sort of juggling act, that constant making sure that everything's in balance, that it's not yeah. the ministry is not lo- losing times. out, but the business isn't either. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Yeah, different times also for us with like different kids. Sometimes the kids are fine, sometimes yep. they're not. So we'll have to take one of them with us. Yep. Mm-hmm. And you know, and, and Peter's like, oh, we're going to have to pay an extra flight and stuff. And I'm like, I don't care. Mm-hmm. You know, this yep. we always said that we wouldn't mm-hmm. do it at the expense of our kids. And then sometimes mm-hmm. if, you know, like Peter, if we have to go separately for an extended period of time, mm-hmm. that's when we'll just say, you know, no. Yeah. Yep. Because. Mm-hmm. Because for me, I mean, for both of us, you know, this is this is our this is not our first marriage. We're a blended family, mm-hmm. and I I value this relationship so much, and I always want to be really aware. That's my dog being naughty. <laughs> um, wants to get in on the podcast. Really aware that this, you know, God put us together, yep. and anything yep. that comes between us is not from God. Mm. Yep. You know, and God mm-hmm. wouldn't make our ministry go in any place that would come between us. Mm-hmm. So, and it was tough in the first few years because Peter's had such a relationship with everyone and I'm the yeah. new kid on the block and, you know, so it yeah. was it was, it was was tough because pretty much I basically said, you know, well, if people don't embrace me as part of you, then people don't get 
Can you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, we're it. So yeah. you know, we're I, always juggling that as well. I, I like Christy Pete better. <laughs> That's definitely a better Everybody version of Pete. Everybody does. Everybody does. Everybody stop her and just go, thank you. That's the way it should be. So, yeah, we always yeah, really absolutely. protect that as well. And yep. we remind each other, like sometimes I'm not doing it and he has to say to me, mm-hmm. hey, we're what's important. And I'm like, yeah. yes, you know. And, mm. Yeah. And vice versa. So. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I think that's that's Taking always both ways. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think that's yeah. always a a number one priority, like we were talking about getting those things in place first, that it it puts you in a position to minister, I believe, that when you have uh someone who's on your side, if you're constantly um heading across different paths, different directions, then mm. it just becomes harder and becomes more alone and you're just trying to do things mm. and mm-hmm. force something to yeah. happen. But when you come yeah. together, it just becomes more impactful uh, and it should always com- uh, um, complement what we're doing. I know, that, uh, yeah. Christy, that certainly certainly mm. has happened for in your guys' life too, that, that it comes along, comes together and it should be uh, greater together rather than Somewhat, you're oh, you're holding Pete back, or you know, you got to yeah. do you know all these different things yeah. that that you know can be yeah. uh, seen that that when you come together, it becomes more powerful and not less. Uh, yeah. That when yeah. you prioritize your family, it mm. is actually. I mean, that that's what God designed. I think, it. especially too, when one is working secularly and one is doing ministry. I yeah. know for me, that's been a big deal yeah. because yeah. sometimes you know, you fight the thought that. Oh, well, you're in full-time ministry, I work, and I'm paying, you know, yeah. you, you're mm-hmm. there as one, you know. For, I know for me yeah. personally mm. is that when I do work and bring income in so we can do ministry, mm. um, you know, that that's me doing ministry um, because, like, me and Amelia, we're one, we mm. work as one, and mm. without putting that into the basket, it sort of makes everything I do useless. So, got yeah, it. without her, I'm pointless. Got, so got, we, a, got a claim, uh, Amelia's. Amelia's glory there. That's no. it. Yeah. <laughs> she gets no credit without me. No. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it is yeah. it is a good thing to, to see as a team and 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 how how important it is to put family first and to to make that unit strong. Yeah. Uh, because yeah. God came and his, mm. his the idea that of God that Jesus brought was that of a father. And yeah, like right. that, that's that's a relationship mm. he chose. He could have been any anyone or anything yeah. to us. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but that was the one that he brought. So it, it's it's obviously important to him mm. as well. Yeah. And and yeah. so we we got to see him as that first, and and that complements then down the line to <clears throat> our family. And he's not going to drive a wedge because we're so busy doing things for him. Yeah, and that drives a wedge in our relationship or our family unit or anything like that. So prioritizing that is not what we would then perceive as saying no to God. Mm. Yeah, um, yeah, saying yes to the family. Mm. So I think that's yeah. very important to to keep in mind. And even if it's not yeah. in ministry, if it's whatever we do, yeah, if it even if all you have is a job, mm. if it can be the exact same thing, exactly. that's all you're doing day yep. in day out. Great. Yeah. yeah, great. Yeah, it yeah. can still you, you can prioritize certain things over yeah others, and yeah. it's always important to to get that right. So I think you guys know. Yeah, well, well, the guy who bought McDonald's to Australia, mm. uh, 
millionaire so many times over you. Ronald. You know, more money you could ever spend. <laughs> You're not Ronald himself. Okay, yeah. sorry. <laughs> but he, I, I read an article where he said, someone said, oh, man, you, this is great. He said, I put, did this at the expense of my family. Mm. He says, I regret it. He says, if I had my time over, I'd, I'd flick the whole thing. Mm-hmm. It just, and this is a guy that in business terms had achieved the mm. top of the hill. Yeah. But he, he recognized and I, and I, I admire him for his honesty because he was trying to help emerging and entrepreneurs mm-hmm. that it's a, mm. it's a battle. If you mm. can, you can make anything in life, your priority yep. mm-hmm. ahead of family or your spouse or God. Okay. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, there's people who are too busy to come to church because they're building this empire. And mm. what's the point of it all in the end? Mm. You know, yeah. obviously I believe being the best that we can be is, is, is worship to God. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, it's an expression of thanksgiving and praise. So I want to do everything I can to the best of my ability, but God doesn't like destroy the house. Yeah. Mm-hmm. While you while you're doing it, so yeah, life is constant, and sometimes there are seasons you just got to look and go. Okay, maybe for this season we need to adjust a little bit mm. because we're, we're it's a long term. It's not a sprint. It's yeah. not a hundred meter sprint. Like yeah. life, mm-hmm. I, I learned so much from Colin Jan traveling with them, and I'm so thankful that I watched them go through the ebbs and flows of seasons in their life, and they always mm. prioritized each other. Mm. They always yeah. prioritized their family. And um, sometimes that looked slightly different in different seasons, depending on the needs. Mm. But yeah. I always, there was never a question about their priorities. Mm-hmm. And um, I, I'm so grateful that I got to witness that. And I know you guys got to witness that too. Mm. Was there was there a certain time, because you, you mentioned before, uh, Christy, about being a, a blended family. And I know we, we've known Pete for a while, that um, coming into uh, – the ministry that was already sort of set established, established yeah. in its ways yep. and then um, blending the families together, was there some things that had to uh, happen or maybe some time to communicate and become sort of one uh, direction, one one family before? Was that, was that an interesting journey at the start? It's <laughs> a very interesting <laughs> journey. <laughs> Interesting yeah. journey. <laughs> yeah. And plus also, like, I was still, um, like, a baby Christian, really. I'd been, yep. you know, I'd come back to the Lord for two years mm-hmm. when I na- when I married Peter. Mm-hmm. And so he's this guy with this ministry that's been established for 20 years and knew everyone, and, and, and I didn't really know who I was, yep. and I didn't know who I was really in the Lord. I was still trying to find my way, and... Mm. And, you know, and so, and plus I did have a lot of people, you know, not embrace me. Mm. So mm-hmm. that was also very hard because then yeah. I was thinking, I was so insecure and I was thinking, am I ruining his ministry? Mm-hmm. Am I mm-hmm. stopping him? You know, like, what's the right thing? Am I just supposed to stay home with the kids? And then if I did do that, I'd be really resentful. I'd be like, mm-hmm. I didn't get married to stay home with five kids while you're off around the world <laughs> being like the dude. You know, I ain't staying in no kitchen. I do like to cook. I'm not doing the dishes after I eat. You can't tell when she goes in the kitchen. Yeah. Yeah. And and that was really tough. And, you know, obviously just blending five kids anyway Mm. is tough. Oh, yeah. Um, 
takes it does take time. Yeah, it took mm. time. I think it probably yeah. took us, to be honest, three years. years. Yeah. yeah, to really hit our straps where we felt like we had a family identity. Yeah, we understood each other. We understood each other's kids. We understood mm. each other's kids. I yeah. mean, I I would say any yeah, you know, blending families. I mean, when we got married, I had Christy had her two beautiful girls full time. I had my two boys and daughter full time. Mm-hmm. So it was instant five kid family. Mm-hmm. And yeah. they were all teenagers bar one. All bar so, one. You know, so yeah. it's, it's even more fun. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It wasn't easy, but you know what? It's God has got a way. And, and mm-hmm. we've even had times where we've sat there and thought, you know what? They all get on better than some kids that were all. In but a perfect situation. Yeah. Now flopping over it. It was super hard. It was yeah. hard to start. <laughs> yeah. It was it's very hard to start. Super duper hard. I even like had a little breakdown and went and had a little retreat. And, you know, because <laughs> nice way of putting I'm it. a high achiever and I like to yeah. do everything really well. And yep. I just, mm. it was way beyond me, you know? Mm. Yeah. And um, yeah, it was a really tough season. And plus, also, we had the whole his ministry and how did that look and mm. we couldn't go together because we had the kids and yeah. nobody wants to yep. look after five kids, you know. Mm. So it, it was it was an interesting season but and I, I think it changed. You know, it honestly it changed when I had a revelation of what my part was in it for myself. Uh-huh. And because, you know, for the first few years, I'd go out for prayer and at Pastor Margaret's church and stuff, and I just wanted someone to lay hands on me and say, you've got a ministry, and you're yeah, right. Yeah. And nobody did, and I was like, God, what's going on? Am I, where am I supposed to be? Have I got this wrong? And mm. I was mm. always questioning it, and I think it was three years ago, I think, at the ICFM, I had a real encounter with God, and I was like, I know who I am and I know what I'm supposed to do and it doesn't matter to me if anyone else sees it or not. I'm going to yeah. do it. And I think that's when, as far as our ministry, mm-hmm. got easier for me because I, I stopped questioning if I'm holding it back. If I'm, yeah. I think everything gets better when you know, when yeah. you have that security yeah. because of yeah. how works in your relationships and everything like that. Mm. Yeah. But now, you know, like now we've got, Three kids out of home, only two kids at home, mm. only one without a license. Like so quickly it changed. Mm. When yeah. we were in it, we just couldn't. Oh, I couldn't because yeah. I'm an in the moment sort of girl. Yeah. Um, I couldn't see out of it how it would be any different. And a few years later, Sorry. you know, yeah. we're, mm. we're off for a week at a time or if mm. the longer we take a kid with us, big deal. You know, like it's, yeah. it's pretty great. Uh, things to look forward <laughs> to. <great>. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> What did you say? Uh, I say things to look forward to. <laughs> I yeah, nearly yeah, got rid yeah, of one. Sure. I just have a few more to go. Yeah, I'm, I'm just, I'm just starting this thing. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. On your own, I can just imagine. <laughs> yeah. yeah we buy KFC and eat the whole bucket by ourselves. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <Swing>. <laughs> yeah, I buy a whole bucket and William eats it by himself. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, yeah. it it is interesting that that discovering it for yourself. Mm. Well, yeah. the I think it's that makes. I think that's important. I, I, mm. I've I've sort of felt that way too. We want other people to validate our ministry, mm. right? And come and mm. say, yeah. "I know," what, but then it's on them. Then mm. it's yeah. you're doing. Yeah, sometimes totally. you you could be responding to someone else. It, it's got to be in you, and I, you always want 
you know, someone to see it in you. And there are people who are encouraging and yeah. and, and ministry people yeah. who, who see course, certain yeah. things in you and that, but no one outright says mm-hmm. this is what you're meant to do. That's going to happen yeah. in here because you, you've got to have confidence in God, not in someone else's relationship with God, if that makes sense. Right. Um, so, yeah. There yeah. are Even people out there that tell you after you say it. Yeah. So that's a thanks for that. yeah, I knew that all along. Oh, yeah, yeah, thank that. you. Oh, I, knew. I knew, but yeah. but I've it's so true. For a lot, of, sorry, you're no, right. you're gone. Uh, all I was about to say is I, I've ministered for a, a lot of Bible school graduations, mm. and and I I sort of do it tongue in cheek, but I encourage the students because even in even in a secular situation, people tend to think you do a study. You get a degree, mm-hmm. you go straight into that workforce. Mm-hmm. It doesn't always happen like that no. because uh, I, I used to see at Rhema people would they'd finish their course, then think, okay, it's just going to happen for me and go nearly into like a wilderness thing mm-hmm. and get mad at, say, maybe the church or the leaders going, well, why aren't you making this happen to me? But I saw that just what we were saying until they get that revelation, what Christy got, that it doesn't matter. No one else mm. can recognize this. I know what I'm called to do. Mm. Yeah. That, that, and, and like you said, if some, if it comes to a place, you finish Bible school, okay, I put you in a position, I anoint you, I am your security. Mm. Well, when things get tough, you it's very easy for you to believe, you know what, Pete made a mistake. Mm. But when you get that revelation for yourself, when times get tough, no one can steal that from you. Yeah, no. yeah, that's good. That, that's your right. That's a part of your identity now. Mm. And mm. so, and you need that honestly. Yeah, you yeah. 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 totally need. Know. <laughs> you totally you need, need to hear it from God because yeah. you know. You even read in the Bible. You look mm. at our heroes of faith. There's moments of of high mm. uh, prominence and blessing. Then there's there's big seasons of their life where it doesn't look like there's as much happening mm, mm. and you know, I'm we just not, flick not over those verses sort of person <laughs> sort of thing. If your security is just purely in what people think about you. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, you, you're opening to a realm of discouragement. Mm, mm. Yep. Uh, our, our anchor has to be heart, in God. No one can steal it. Our, mm. our anchor has yeah. to be in God. When the storms arise, if it's in someone else, mm. there's, yeah. there's no strength there. There's no hope no. Yeah, that's in right. them. Yeah, it has to be. The in storms there. arise. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yeah, no, it does for sure. Mm. Now, I, I've really that's when, um, and I think for um, young people too, that's the struggle part when you're sort of on that teenagers going into. You said uh, young people like he's old. Did you pick that up? Yeah, <laughs> just like oh, those young people. <laughs> um, you that struggle at the start. You're just thinking. You're trying to find your feet. And you're not sure whether what you're doing is correct, but mm. that sort of switch goes, and you become confident in what you're doing. Yeah, and then it, because you know that's what you're supposed to be doing, you mm. sort of you stop that trying to. Is this okay? Is this okay? Is this okay? <laughs> what do you think of this? What do you think of this? After a moment, mm. there's, there comes a time where it's like, no, no, no. You know that you're supposed to be doing it. Just go out and do it. Mm. But yeah. yeah, it's getting to that stage mm. that. I think, I think it's on the inside of you for a while, and I'm sure it would have been for yourself, uh, mm. Christy. But there's, there's, it can be there, but you doubt it all the time. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yes, until you get right. confidence in it, you know. Yeah, that was it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like you know, yeah. 
it is what you believe the Lord's, but no one's confirmed it or no one's, you know, you need them yeah. to validate it rather than God validating it. Who, mm. That's who you are. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. And did um, it was the big change when you come into the ministry, pastors were shocked that Pete was organised and got emails. <laughs> I think people were more shocked that I that I could actually sing. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like I think because yep. like a lot of places we went, people afterwards, because I said to Peter, are you telling them that I'm coming? And he's like, I don't care if I'm coming, you're coming, we'll just rock up. Yeah. And so we'd go and Peter would be like, oh, I need a microphone for Christy. And they'd be like, oh, 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 oh. <laughs> and afterwards people would say, Oh, that sounded really nice. Because <laughs> 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 there's been heaps of ministries in the past that yeah. have brought along their um, partners to sing. Yeah. And wish they hadn't. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Christy, Christy was one who was like, oh, you're better than him. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Pete, you don't have to do the instrumental again this time. Now. <laughs> just, just to back a bit, like yeah. you, we talked about um, getting it in you. Mm-hmm. Once Christy did that, mm. people really embraced you. I know. Mm. Now, now it's like yeah. there's been just the odd time where just, you know, life happens and I've gone, mm-hmm. have gone to a church without her. They're really disappointed. <laughs> and they've even said, when you come back next time, we don't want a date that doesn't include your wife. Mm. And yeah. so that's been really nice. Yeah. So mm. yeah. when she got it in her heart, all mm. of a sudden that uh, confirmation from other people came. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. I think as well. Or either when you... that, or you're more open to hearing it. Yeah. yeah that's yeah. what I was about to say. It's once you get yeah. that, you, you're, you're the way you minister changes. Yeah. Um, mm. Which then people yeah, actually true. see it. You have to have it first, though. Mm. Yes. <laughs> yeah. I wish yeah. it was the other way. Yeah. <laughs> 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 yeah. True. That's <laughs> mm, like that. But thank you guys yeah. for joining us. Thank you. We really appreciate thank you. it. We thank you out of your busy schedule mm. for joining us. No we um, we love you guys. You guys are like friends to us. Um, mm. We're not like friends. You are friends. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> You're the closest <laughs> thing to a friend that's not a friend. That's uh, yes. No, you guys are friends to us. More, You uh, resemble it. What I was meaning. <laughs> Don't be rude. <laughs> what I was meaning was that it's not just knowing you guys through ministry, that yep. you guys yeah. are, um, it's a friendship with you guys, and yeah. we really appreciate it. We enjoy chatting with you. I think you've brought some really good insights for, for people, yeah, not just absolutely. as a, as I know we talked a lot on ministry, that's because we all are in ministry and yeah. something that we, mm-hmm. we do and we get together, but they're really practical things there um, that, that can really be applied to things outside of yeah. of that, and even in work and 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 relationships and stuff like that about coming together and the unity. It was a fairly common theme which we're seeing in a lot of yeah. the podcasts that talking uh, about their ministries. Right. If you got their web pages oh, and links and things, yeah. uh, we'll put some links on the thing. But it's worshipministriesinternational.com. I'm assured by Peter, it's dot com. Um, there's a question from yeah. Christy. Maybe it's dot org, but <laughs> maybe try both <laughs> and see. This dot com. Okay, we checked. She checked. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> and so, um, but yeah, ch- check out their instrumental. Is recommended. <laughs> 
you say there's a new one coming out soon? There's a new one coming. There's a new one. Coming Wait, out our soon. singing ones are good too. Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah, the, the ones. I, if um, I do say so myself. The, the ones that are Christie's on. Check out those ones. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I would go with that. Your devotion one is beautiful. Oh, okay. Mm. That's cute. Now, but the guys are all on the socials, as yep. the kids say these <laughs> on the days. Socials. On the socials. On um, the facey. Yeah. <laughs> no, but they've um, yeah. Search uh, Worship Ministries International. Mm-hmm. Peter uh, and Christy Robinson. Yeah. If you haven't heard the. Um, their music before it, it is mm. very good, mm. very very good. I yep. thoroughly enjoy it. And if you are so a um, really good friend, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to live that down now. Yeah. Christy's going to be like, you do not think us as friends. Uh, yes, Peter is a fond acquaintance. <laughs> <laughs> fond acquaintance. Uh, uh, yeah, but if you are a uh, a church out there that's listening, invite them along. I yeah, they're recommended. They're doing online guest speaking. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Maybe yeah. after this is over. Yeah. yeah. You guys do a bit of work with churches and worship teams and stuff as well, don't you? Like, so working with the teams and mm. putting stru- structures yeah, in place and yeah. that sort of stuff. So if yeah. you're keen on that, definitely worth mm. an email to these guys yeah, too. Absolutely. Definitely yeah. get them. Amen. Thank yeah. you all for listening, guys. Thank you, you know. so much for joining. Thanks, guys. Don't forget to subscribe. Oh, we put it in. Good job. Got it in there. Woof. <laughs>